When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Today's episode is all about the corn and flour tortilla. My name is Eva Longoria. And I am Maite Gomez Rejon. And welcome to Hungry Hungry for for History, History. a podcast that explores our past and present through food. On every episode, we'll talk about the history of some of our favorite dishes, ingredients, and beverages. So make yourself at home. Y buen provecho. So excited! Here we are. Here we are. Our first episode needed a really strong topic. Tortillas. <laughs> this is like, how, how, how much better can it get I than mean, talking about tortillas? That's everything. It's everything. The, the soul of Mexican food. It's either a taco or it's eaten with a tortilla. Yeah. Right? Everything. I mean, it's the center of our universe. It's the it center is. of the dinner table, uh-huh. lunch table, breakfast table. Mm-hmm. It's I so always important. Have, yeah. I always have tortillas yeah. in my refrigerator and then also in my freezer mm-hmm. just because I can never run out. Yeah. There's so much history to this that we're going to unpack. Yes. It's like, okay, who made the first tortilla? Who made the first tortilla? Who made the first tortilla? It's impossible to give it a time and a place. But corn is every, like in Mexico, corn is life. Like humans, according to the Mayan book of creation, right, the Popol Vuh, humans were molded from masa and, you know, tamales, of course. And we're definitely going to do a tamale episode. Mm -hmm. But it's this whole idea of just 
humans were molded from masa and, and corn was, was life. Then, of course, comes the conquest. And right. one of the first things that was introduced was wheat. Yeah. And it was sort of corn was associated with gods. Wheat was the Eucharistic wafer. So it's like, okay, no, this, we're converting everybody to Christianity. We need flour. Like we need to supplant corn with flour. Mm. Um, the initial argument, right? The initial conundrum wasn't corn tortilla versus flour tortilla. It was a corn tortilla versus bread. The other legends of where the tortilla comes from is Jewish unleavened bread. And to hide the the Jewishness of families, they didn't eat the corn, you know, so they brought their unleavened bread with them, right. but they made it flatter. Um, and hence, hence that flour tortilla was born. And you'll see in the map of the Spanish Inquisition, where Jews landed was not in Veracruz. It wasn't the main port. It was further north because if they knew if they would be identified in the port of New Spain, they could be arrested. Yeah, so they, and- they entered more northern, hence why Norteños eat flour tortillas yeah. is because there was a huge Sephardic hidden Jewish population that landed there and used their leavened bread. I find that so fascinating Mm -hmm. because it's a big part of the culture in Mexico that we don't really talk about. The crypto Jews, right? The crypto Jews, that's what I meant to say. They were worshiping in private, Mm -hmm. eating the flour tortillas, right? Instead of their matzah, like making flour tortillas. Granted, corn would have worked as well, but, you know, making the flour and the religious orders, the Jesuits and the Franciscans, Mm -hmm. they also were planting them to make the Eucharistic wafer. So one thing sort of morphed into the Mm -hmm. other, which is so interesting. And then also a lot of the Jewish population were hired um, to work in bakeries. They were introducing like orange blossom water and sesame seeds and, and these, you know, flavors that was very similar to what they were used to you know, back home in in Europe. Mm. The flour tortilla has a ton of, tons of history. Yeah, because if you follow the food, you follow the history of a, of, of a country and a nation. Of all of the products that, was in, that were introduced from Europe to Mexico, the one that best symbolized European culture was wheat. I was just in Oaxaca, where the earliest evidence of corn as a food is there. It's in the caves of Oaxaca. And we went, it was beautiful. Like wow. you're like, oh my gosh, the, the earliest tools and like it's not a molcajete, what do you call it? Metate. Metate were in these caves and it predates anything else. So that's how they know corn has been such an essential part of their life for thousands of years. But like you said, the the original inhabitants of this land still to this day know how sacred corn is and how yeah. they want to preserve the seeds of it and how there's so many varieties. And that's the the thing that's so important about with weed, just like there are in Oaxaca with corn. It's yeah. like, let's protect these lands mm. and let's just make sure that this history doesn't go away because yeah. this is our soul, right? Yeah. This is our history. Mm-hmm. The United States is obviously the largest consumer of most things, yeah. but specifically corn. And they have uh, only ordered white corn, white corn tortillas, yeah. white corn masa. And, and because there's such a high demand for just white corn, the other varieties are dying off because they have no buyers for it, if you will, yeah. except for the local communities. 
you know, the the real corn, and I'm sure you saw this in your travels through mm-hmm. Oaxaca, the, the nixtamalization, that process of nixtamal, mm. you know, and this is like the boil the corn kernels with this calcium hydroxide and it softens the corn and pulls out the necessary mm-hmm. nutrients, mm-hmm. makes it easier to grind. And that's like the really good tortilla that tastes like the earth. Yeah. This is this nixtamalization process. And then around, you know, NAFTA, which is not that long ago, it's like 90s. the 90s, yeah. right? There mm-hmm. was this man, Roberto Gonzalez Barrera, known as the king of tortillas. He created Maseca. Right? Oh, so that's a big this, brand. That's the big brand. That's, yeah. So rather than doing this whole nixtamalization process, that takes too long. Let me just take the corn, dehydrate it, and make corn flour, and this is Maseca. Mm-hmm. But you're skipping these rituals, what you experienced when you were in Oaxaca and all of these different corns and mm-hmm. the, the people knowing that it's yeah. sacred. Forget about that. Let's do this. You could make a ton more that doesn't taste like the tortilla if you're in Oaxaca or you get these like real, you so know, So that's tortillas. the difference is that process. That's the process is is everything. The ancient process. It's like the French government saying, you know what, we're going to replace the baguette mm-hmm. with sliced white bread. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in Mexico. We're going to replace the corn tortilla. It's completely sacrilegious. Okay, we are at Acapulco, Mexico, Tetson in East L.A. We just arrived. And it is this super cool spot where they make masa from scratch, the nixtamal way. I've eaten tortillas forever. I've read about this nixtamalization process forever, but I've actually never seen it in action. And it's super cool to see it on on a large scale. Basically, it looks like a lab. Everything is stainless steel. Everybody's wearing hairnets. Everybody's wearing white lab coats and boots. And we were with the owner, Ruben Ibarra, and the tortillero masero, Jose Zamora. And what he did was amazing. It's a cooking tank, pretty much. It's a, a cooking it's tank. It's a cooking tank. A yeah. cooking, a giant cooking sink that he's filling halfway with very, very, very hot water. And the next step is to uh, put the cal, the cal, which is kind of like toxic. So it's better to like back up a little bit because uh, cal goes in the air. And um, and now he's getting the cal, which is the calcium hydroxide that is for the nixtamal process. So it's just adding all of this white cal, which is a white powder to the hot water. He used this giant metal paddle to swish it all around to make sure all of this lime was dissolved. And it looked like a giant tub of hot milk. He's about to shoot 700 pounds of dried corn in through a a chute. Because the corn is so loud when it's shot into the hot water, they have to wait to do this until after nine o'clock in the morning. Um, otherwise, the neighbors complain. That is how loud it is. This is the coolest thing ever. And the corn was a very pale yellow, almost white. And as soon as it hit the calcium hydroxide, it turned bright yellow. And he kept swishing it around to make sure that all of the corn kernels were covered with this gal. And then after he finished this process, he lit a fire underneath the giant sink. And so the nixtamalized corn was going to lay with this direct flame in the hot water, but now with direct flame for 15 minutes. Then they're going to pass it to another barrel 
and then after it rests for about 24 hours. And so this is when the magic happens. This is when all of the nutrients are pulled out. This is when the husk becomes really, you know, soft. And this is something that's been around for centuries. The earliest evidence of this has been discovered in Guatemala, dating to about 2500 BC, which is something that's, I think, amazing. For over 4,000 years, this process has been done in Mexico and in Central America. And this is what brings out all of the necessary nutrients in the corn, the amino acids, and it also, it softens the corn, making it easier to grind. So in Mesoamerica, even in Mexico today, when it's done this way, the tortilla, the masa, together with beans and vegetables, is essentially the perfect diet. And the pre-colonial diet of the Americas was mainly vegetarian. Very, very, very little animal protein. And here at Acapulco, Mexican Tessin, they do it this old-school way, which is something that is so amazing. Up next, Eve and I do a taste test, including the flour tortillas she makes every day with her son. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. We are here at my house. <laughs> I make flour tortillas daily. Corn versus flour is one of the most controversial <laughs> topics we it can is, talk right? about. It's like this tortilla conundrum. Yeah. Like, I grew up eating both. I love both. You did? You grew up eating both. I only grew up eating flour because I'm a Texican. You are, but I grew up in Texas. I know. But I, lo- I grew up with both. And there's certain things that has to be flour, certain foods yeah. that have to be eaten with corn. Yeah. I just pulled out a hot tortilla from my tortilla holder, which by the way, if you make flour tortillas, you know they have to rest in a um, cloth tortilla holder. You know that? Thank it, you. It helps them steam and like puff up better. Well, let me just describe this tortilla that Eva made. Yeah. It is perfectly round. <laughs> Only because you were watching me. But this is, it looks like you're a pro, Eva. I'm, I'm pretty much you're a pro. You're a pro. You're a I pro. make these daily and I eat them with butter. My son, my son, well, we eat bean tacos in the morning with flour tortillas and my son loves it just like this with mantequilla, butter. Yeah, butter. they're delicious. But I love them with, with butter and a little bit of sugar and corn tortillas I love with butter and a little bit of salt. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put sugar. It's mm, really good. So not only is there the conundrum of flour versus corn, there's the conundrum of thin flour tortillas, mm-hmm. a more translucent one, which is in the north, like in Monterrey, mm-hmm. they have like a thinner flour tortilla. And in Texas, we have almost what looks like pita bread. That's how thick it is. It's very, very thick. And mm-hmm. I brought some. Yes. Just to taste. Okay, to compare, to judge To mine. compare to the Texas one that are thick. Mm-hmm. I love both, but I have mm-hmm. to say I prefer the thin because I grew up you in Laredo. Thin. I grew yeah. up in Laredo, in mm-hmm. Laredo, where I'm from. Like They have the thin ones, but I do love both. But yes, the thin are like mm-hmm. my favorite. So I ended up going to Sonora Town here in LA that has... It's an amazing taqueria. They just opened one mm-hmm. near my house, mm-hmm. and they make really thin, tiny, th- tiny. These are really small, and they source their flour from Sonora, mm. and Sonoran wheat is supposed to be some of you know the original yeah. heritage wheat and some of the best wheat in Mexico from Sonora. Why? So is that this tortilla? That's I'm about what this to tortilla taste? is. So now we're tasting yeah. the second tortilla. Can I have a little bit of butter as yeah. well? I'm sorry. So sorry. Salty um, butter. This Sonoran flour, mm-hmm. it has less gluten and it has this sort of sweet, nutty flavor. It's mm-hmm. like the best flour. This is sweeter. This it is sweeter. Is sweeter. Mm-hmm. Thinner, super thin. You can see if you hold it up. Yeah, it's you like can paper s- thin. It's paper thin. Mm-hmm. Where my tortilla that I just, my flour tortilla is pretty thick. I mean, it is and pretty it's usually thick. And thicker. larger. Yeah, it's and thicker larger. and larger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so good. We're just going to sit here and eat so you guys can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's from Mexico City and growing up in Laredo, it's like, oh, burritos. They're like, that's not Mexican food, it's Tex-Mex. Yeah. But it is. It's like also northern Mexico. Mm. The burritos, apparently this guy, Juan Mendez, I mean, these are these legends, mm. right? That he was making these 
tacos wrapped in these huge tortillas, basically wrapping the fillings to keep it warm. And he was transporting them in a burro, in a donkey, hence the name the burritos. And these, this was in Chihuahua, in the northern state of Chihuahua. Oh, wow. So they're popular in northern Mexico and then also Calmax food and Tex-Mex food. But it's basic, it's it's a flour tortilla always, mm-hmm. right? So more like northern Mexico, south Texas, where we're from, yeah. is you don't the flour. the flour in the south. You don't find it you don't in the city. It. It's only in the north. It's yeah. only in the north, yeah. And the whole idea of wheat. I mean, when we think of, you know, Mexico, that sort of soul of Mexico is corn. Yeah. It's the it's the masa. And I grew up eating, you know, both of them because that's where my parents are from. Right. That's what we always had. Do you have a favorite type of taco? That's a good question. My favorite taco, okay. It's probably a chicken taco. I make these all the time. I must make these twice a week because they're Peppa's favorite. But it's it? um, a corn tortilla with rotisserie torn chicken with a salsa verde. Uh-huh. But I half fry it, the tortilla. So it's not like a Taco Bell crunch, uh-huh. but it's not a soft taco. So it's in between. So you just lightly, so I, it's a I little bit crispy. Yeah. But it's I, still soft. I, yes, but it's still chewy. And I put chicken, sour cream, lettuce, tomato, salsa verde, and it's just pepe's. Like, this is the best taco I've ever had in my that life. That sounds really good. So it's chicken good. tacos, but it's they're just chick- yeah. fried corn tortilla. Just like just pan sh- fried. Yeah, pan fried in a little olive oil. They're that the best. That sounds delicious. I love. And, yeah. I, and I'll do the same thing with beef. So that's my favorite taco. Uh-huh. Al pastor is up there for me too. Al pastor is up there. Mm-hmm. Al pastor might be my favorite. Also, growing up on the ranch, we would do a carne asada just on the grill, and we would do sausage, like barbecue sausage, uh-huh. and we'd just grab it literally off the grill with the tortilla, and that was our dinner. Like, oh. It was like you just grab the sausage. That sounds really which good. It's like it's like a Polish sausage, and you just grabbed, you know, whenever the, you saw your sausage ready, you grabbed it with the tortilla and you ate it, and that was a flour tortilla. Yeah. So that's my favorite, like a flour tortilla with a barbecue sausage inside. That sounds That's amazing. And my, probably, sorry, the best taco, my favorite taco is a breakfast taco. Okay, like the Texas breakfast tacos. Yeah. With yeah. like bean and cheese. Egg, or chorizo, bean yeah. and cheese. Oh, mine's bean and cheese. Chorizo con huevo, papa, papa con, huevo. con huevo. So potato and egg, chorizo and egg, and bean. Uh-huh. And it's in a fat, fat tortilla. Right. Flour tortilla. What's your favorite taco though? I I love tacos al pastor. That's you my do. favorite. You do. That's yeah, your favorite. That's my favorite. So, yeah, tacos al pastor with, is my favorite. With lamb. No, no, no. With pork. With pork. With pork. Yeah. No, you have to. You have to go to a truck, and it's like greasy. And yeah, that's my favorite taco. That's tacos al pastor. I also like just carne asada, like fajitas. Mm-hmm. I that, love just a, like a simple, just yeah. Yeah, I love a skirt steak. I prefer corn for that, but I always have both. I mm. like to have the option mm-hmm. of both just in case. Yes. And when I heat them up, I like for them to get really nice poofy. and poofy. Yeah. After the break, Jorge Gaviria of Macienda, he will tell us his thoughts on the tortilla conundrum. And we're sharing a recipe with you. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. Welcome back to Hungry for History. We are so excited for you to hear from Jorge Gaviria. He is the founder of Macienda, an online marketplace that celebrates the Mexican kitchen. He has a new book out called Masa, Techniques, Recipes, and Reflections on a Timeless Staple. And he's here to tell us his thoughts on the tortilla conundrum. So maybe it's just the times we're in, but tortilla preferences can be polarizing believe it or not. Um, And of course, I'm referring specifically to corn and flour tortillas here. Uh, It can get pretty divisive. Corn critics typically tend to lament the lack of pliability in a corn tortilla. I mean, clearly they just haven't had a good one. While flour tortilla haters uh, or flouters say that they're just not as authentic. Flour tortillas, that is. So our 50-50 tortillas are kind of the ultimate compromise, I would say. They take the best of corn and the best of flour and put them together. Um, you know, for a corn tortilla, that extra bit of actual wheat flour gives it that kind of glutinous stretch that you might crave from a flour tortilla. While, you know, the corn itself is giving an extra layer of complexity to, you know, an otherwise, you know, single note of flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. 
interesting fact. I didn't know this when I read this. I didn't know that either. Flour tortillas are one of the United States astronauts' favorite foods. <laughs> I don't know how they did this poll, but um, it's not just because they're delicious, but in 1985, NASA used tortillas as a solution to a bread and gravity issue. How crazy Isn't is that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Mexican ingenuity. Yeah, exactly. Always, always, always. So the tortilla is so versatile. I mean, you can use it for so many things and you can see how the American culture has just made it their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has a wrap for lunch. Yeah. Uh, you know, they really gringo-sized it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Americanized it. But not only America, but all these other cultures. Other I mean, cultures. What's some creative dishes you've seen with the tortilla? With the tortilla? Gosh, well, the koji, the Korean taco truck. Korean taco truck. I think that was like the big one a few years ago that everyone was like, oh my God, where is he? Where is he? I want to taste this. It's like a taco with- Korean barbecue. With Korean barbecue. And Uh it's like the lines. It's like to taste this. And there was this talk of like, oh, it's not authentic. And it's like, you know, well, this is what I grew up with. I grew up in the Mexican neighborhoods and I would, you know, put our barbecue in a tortilla. So yeah, this is authentic to me. To him. Right? Mm -hmm. So- that's yeah. really the one that, that and, and gosh, there's like with Polish sausage and all yeah. sorts of different, yeah. you know, variations. But even like the, the Tex-Mex taco is the original one yeah. with yellow cheese. But the the Korean barbecue the one. The Korean is, barbecue one's a big one. Is I've a big saw, one. I saw in a Chinese restaurant the other day spring rolls, but it was it was filled with all your normal vegetables, Asian variety, but it was wrapped in a tortilla. Oh, really? Yeah, and deep fried. Like an like a egg roll like ish, an egg, like an egg roll, but it was a tortilla. But it was a oh oh yeah. interesting. Uh huh. It was so good. Uh, I think uh, you know every culture has their form of a uh, wrap tortilla. Yeah. France has the crepe, and yeah, uh, Greece has the pita. Exactly. And uh, I mean, which brings us to the tacos al pastor. Oh, right? Yes. Well, it's not Greece, but, Le- Le- you know, Lebanese, Lebanese, yeah. Lebanese immigrants, they brought the tacos árabes, mm-hmm. and then their, you know, second, third generation turned those into tacos al pastor, mm-hmm. flour tortilla, using pork it, what, instead it, of lamb. Yeah, it wasn't lamb, it's pork. It's pork instead of lamb, and then they added the pineapple to it. The pineapple right? and cilantro. And the cilantro, a little bit of lime. And a lot of lime. A lot of, ta- <laughs> yeah. And I think the soul of the taco is the tortilla. The yeah. tortilla and the salsa. Yeah. I think that's what makes a really good taco. That's true. Let me tell you, Robert Rodriguez gave me, Robert Rodriguez, the director, Mm -hmm. who's also Tex-Mex like us, uh, gave me a great tortilla recipe. He uses butter. I use Crisco shortening, Mm. but the butter, the yellow one. Okay. Yeah. But I do two cups flour. I do a teaspoon salt. I do two teaspoons baking powder and then a fourth cup of shortening. So you can use manteca or a fourth cup fat. You can use manteca, you can use Crisco, you can use uh, olive oil, Hmm. you could use butter. It's just, what's your fat? So it's just a fourth cup fat. And you don't want to overdo the fat because that will cause it to get cracky. It almost like it becomes too crackery. Okay. Too much like a cracker. Okay. Uh, and then a cup hot water. And that's the trick is hot water, like boiling hot water. Hmm. And you have to knead it and then you let it sit for 30 minutes. That's what makes it go poof because you got to let the gluten settle. You got to let the baking powder do its thing. And then the other trick, so you leave that alone, then you roll them out and you put them on the, on the comal, on your 
uh, a griddle. And then you have to put it in this. This is tortilla you, holder. A tortilla holder, but it's cloth. Uh-huh. Because those plastic ones, you got to put a towel inside. You got to have it warm so that once it's super hot coming off the griddle, off the comal, and then the steam almost cooks it more. And mm. it, that's what makes it super soft. So that's my flour tortilla recipe. It, let's talk about technique yes. of the tortilla because the flour tortilla has a very different technique with the rolling pin um, as compared to the corn tortilla, mm-hmm. which you need a... You need a press. A press. And you roll the little tortilla like a little like a little golf ball or ping pong ball, mm. something. I like I like them little. Put it in the center and then squeeze it. Yeah. Close it and then you put the plastic sort of so that it doesn't stick to the press. It's easy yeah. to remove. And then you just put it on a dry comal. Yeah. And then just heat it. I like to heat it until it puffs up. Yeah. And that is like How does it puff up if it it puffs because it's, I guess it's different it than the, because the flour has the gluten and the corn. It's basically, because it has water in it, it's basically the water, once it touches the heat, is like, oh my God, what is that? And then the steam explodes. just explodes. Okay. And that's, because so that I like up. when corn tortillas puff up and that's not common. That's they don't it, all do that. They don't always do that. Yeah. yeah. And when they don't, I think it's, they're just a little dry. Like the bane of our existence. <laughs> yes. I hate when my tortillas don't pop up. And then, I so know. the flour tortilla, you roll it out like a like you would a pastry dough, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but my aunt taught me this one two turn, one two turn. So you don't want to overwork your flour because of the, the gluten. And so my son does it all the time with me. My son loves so making cute. flour tortillas with me. He was just down there. One two, one two turn, one two turn. <laughs> and also, I don't know how because I don't make corn tortillas. You would know this. You don't flip them a lot. And so for flour, you're only supposed to flip it once. So you let it cook on one side, flip it on the other, and take it off. Mm-hmm. My mom is a flipper. My mom flip, flip it. Mom, make mom, leave, leave it the alone. tortilla alone. I hate when she <laughs> comes over and, and takes over the comal because I'm like, you're flipping it too much. It's not cooking. You need, yeah. It needs to rise. It needs to be one with the heat. And my mom will be, be flipping, 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 flipping. Like, mom, <laughs> oh, let, it rest. let it rest. Flip it once. Just flip it once. That's so funny. But it's two different, two different it's techniques. It's very different techniques. And usually when I heat them up, like if I have them cooked already and then I reheat them, I always put the, I don't do this with flour, but with corn, I put it directly on the open flame, mm-hmm. on the open gas mm-hmm. flame. Mm-hmm. So that it has a little burnt, a little char. A little Oof. char. Yeah. So, Maite, what was the verdict? Corn or flour? Both. Oh, you can't decide. I can't decide. I love both. You love both. I do love both. Well. I do love both for different things, but I, yes, I do love both. I, you know, I'm a flour tortilla girl. You're team flour? I'm team flour. I need a shirt. <laughs> team flour, <laughs> team corn? <laughs> team corn. I think you're team corn and you just don't want to admit it to the I flour do, lovers. I, I do love corn. I am fascinated by corn. I love the history of corn tortilla, the soul of corn. I grew up with both. I I don't know. You really like can't decide. I can't decide because okay. I love them both for different things. Most things I like to eat with corn, but there are a few things that you just have to go flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll let you <laughs> off and say both. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Hungry for History is an unbelievable entertainment production in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura podcast network. 
For more of your favorite shows, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.